Amy. Welcome to ChirpCast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. The other day, my husband and I went to the theater to watch the Christmas special by The Chosen, and we thought that it was fantastic. We loved the music that was in it. We loved the story that was portrayed by Mary and Joseph, and the whole concept wrapped, of course, around Christmas, but in the birth of Christ. Something that I noticed, or I guess that I thought about, which I typically don't think about, is the journey that Mary had to take while she was nine months pregnant. (laughs) Um, Being a mom myself, I have been pregnant, and it is not comfortable. You could not pay me to sit on a donkey for hundreds of miles while I was nine months pregnant. Now, I'm not saying walking would have been better, but (laughs) this situation was, it was uncomfortable. It was not pretty. I know that a lot of times we focus on the actual manger scene where you've got Mary and Joseph and then you have the baby Jesus and it's beautiful and there's usually music in the background, but they had a scene that I thought was incredibly poignant. There's a scene where they walk into the manger or I guess what we would look at maybe as like a barn. Um, but it was very drafty. It was not like those beautiful red and white barns that you see in uh, Country Living magazine. They went inside. They kind of just both paused and looked around. Joseph looks at Mary and he says something to the effect of, let me make a bed for you. He knows that the time is approaching. Obviously, things are progressing. She needs to have a place where she can sit and lay down and be able to give birth. So sitting on the hard dirt floor is pretty much their option at this point. And they've got blankets. Something that happens, though, is he picks up a shovel and the camera kind of zooms in down close to the ground and he starts shoveling manure out of the way. And I was like, yeah, that could have totally happened. That could have been a real thing, a real moment. It made me pause And honestly, I don't remember what happened exactly after that because I was a little bit lost in thought. And the thought was, Jesus chose to leave a perfect heaven to come to a place that was so filthy, filthy with sin. And he chose that because he loves us that much. And it kind of kept me thinking. I mean, that's pretty good if it's, I've been mulling this over for a few days now. This afternoon, I was putting my niece down for a nap and I just kind of, it was quiet. And I started thinking about how sometimes we choose to be Clarence Rack Christians. Okay, let me explain. (laughs) This is my crazy mind and how it works. So I came up with this term and it just sort of popped in my head. So it was probably inspiration from God, not me, but Clarence Rat Christians would be people who do not believe they are who God says we are. They're people who think that somehow maybe they've sort of slipped in by accident. Jesus has to love us, so there's that. They're not as good as other Christians. You know, maybe they feel they can't give as much money. They feel like they don't have any type of ministry. They struggle, you know, (laughs) and... The funny thing is, we put ourselves on the clearance rack 
all the time. When I think about being on the clearance rack, the first thing that comes to mind, let me just make this clear, I love a good clearance. I love a good sale. I am a sucker for uh, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Burlington Coat Factory, you name it, and I am ready to check it out. I love that. I don't want to pay top dollar for anything, not because I am super cheap, but because I am a thrifty shopper. It's kind of just how I am when I shop. I like to be frugal, but I love to have beautiful things, And but I'm, I'm also going to take the time to shop around and look for them. Well, I feel like Christians that choose to sit on the shelf of the clearance rack, they choose to be there because they don't have a clear understanding of who God says they are. In Ephesians, it says, For he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, that we may be holy and unblemished in his sight in love. So there's a few things for you. You're chosen, you're holy, and blameless before God. The Bible also tells us that we are redeemed, we are forgiven, we are predestined by God to obtain an inheritance. We have been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. This is one of my favorite scriptures, Ephesians 1.13. And when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed in Christ, you were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. I love that because you're not marked down. You're not on the clearance rack. You were marked with the seal of promise by the Holy Spirit. You see, there's a difference between... Somebody marking you with, say, like a red tag sale sticker um, or yellow, I think, is Walmart's color. But when you are marked, you're not marked down. You're given a seal. When something has a seal on it, like in, um, gosh, like way old days, when the kings would have a specific signet ring, so they would write a message down, roll it up put the um, wax onto it, and then they would use that seal or that ring signet that they had and press it into the wax. And as long as that seal was on there, it was proving where it came from. We have been marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. And I love that. We have also been made alive with Christ. We are God's workmanship, created to produce good works. We have been bought with a price, and that price was Christ's blood. I am bold and confident when I come to God because of my faith in Jesus Christ. I have access to God. When we become new, we are righteous and holy. And there are so many different things that the Bible tells us that reminds us who we are, but we choose to look at ourselves less than. And oftentimes the problem that I have come across is that it's not that other people, and sometimes they do say we are less than, but oftentimes we choose to believe less than of ourselves because we compare ourselves. I mean, can you even think about how Mary felt when that angel came and said, uh, do not fear, you are highly favored and blessed by God? I can imagine if that had been me, I would have a million questions what? Why? (laughs) Why me? Are you kidding me? Um, Thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) How about let somebody who is better qualified handle this situation? The thing was that just like in Philippians 4 verse 7, it says, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That peace surpassed all of the questions that she probably had. 
as soon as she said, yes, Lord, I'm going to do whatever it is you want me to do, the peace that washed over her was probably something that was amazing. Now, it doesn't mean that she didn't have struggles, just like I alluded to in the beginning. You know, she literally gave birth on a dirt floor. So, yeah, not great. (laughs) Not the most fancy medical services you could possibly ask for. And yet, that's how God chose to bring his son into the world for us. For us to be known as a citizen of heaven. For God to guard our hearts and our minds with his peace. We forget that God supplies all of our needs. We forget that we have been made complete in Christ. We have been raised up with Christ. My life is hidden in Christ. And I have been chosen of God. And I am holy and beloved. Colossians 3.12 says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with a heart of mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. God sees you as top dollar. He gave up everything for you. He chose to come to be in a filthy, sinful, scarred, hurting world to show how much he loved you. If that doesn't speak to his love at Christmas, I don't know what does. I pray that you have a fantastic day, that you remember who you are in Christ. And like my mom used to say when I would go places, remember who you are and remember whose you are. Merry Christmas to you and your family, and remember who you are today in Christ. If you would like some more encouragement or just a great scripture or even sometimes a funny meme, why don't you hop onto Instagram and follow me at ChirpCastAmy. I would love to hear from you. If you enjoy the podcast, please feel free to share it with someone else. Also, if you're looking for a Christmas gift and you are a little bit stumped this year about what to get someone who has everything, how about a book? An encouraging book. I've written three and you can find them on Amazon. Chased by Grace, Embraced by Grace, and Inconvenient Calling. I would love for you to join me on these journeys as my life unfolded and the lessons I've learned, maybe they can encourage you along the way. Again, Merry Christmas, and I'll catch you next time.